You are listening to the Show Up Society podcast. If you want to feel better about the way you show up in the world, you're in the exact right place. I'm your host, certified life coach, Tammy Bennett, and I'm here to help you stop giving a poop about what others think so you can make confident decisions. Your whole outlook on goals will change too. You'll see they can be fun, doable, and full of celebration, not something to be afraid of failing. And speaking of fears, I'll help you work through all of yours so you can take more action. You're already a badass in my book, and if you want to learn how to create the life you want, then get your buns in here and let's go. Welcome, friend, to episode 169 of the Show Up Society podcast. Today's episode is going to be about the five must-haves for success, five things you must be willing to do if you want to have success. This is based on my over 14 years of coaching runners and creative business owners and just regular old humans who have found ways to put success into their life. I have developed these five skills in myself and I have helped many, many clients, runners, artists, creatives, business owners, entrepreneurs, all kinds of people develop these skills and they have found success. And I want to really emphasize the words develop the skill. Many of these skills I did not have. So in the years where I was not finding success, where I was really feeling down on myself, I wasn't making the money I wanted to make. I wasn't showing up in the world the way I wanted to show up. I was feeling really small and unseen and terrified of what people thought of me. I had not developed these skills yet. So don't be down or don't fret if you don't have these skills yet. They can totally be developed. Before we get into today's topic, I was just going to give a little behind the scenes. Um something good and something bad, right? Because life has both. Uh, So the something kind of in the good category is I have a new website. I'm super pumped about it. Um, I wrote a post about it today, basically saying that this new website of mine feels like I have come home. Uh, So when I started my first website in 2019, when I started this podcast, I wanted a place to house the episodes and to have people, you know, to host the show notes so people could see it if they liked the episode. Um, Back in those days, I really wasn't fully comfortable in my own skin. I felt like I needed to try to look professional and look a certain way to be... um, to be seen and respected and heard. So after months and months of overwhelm and indecision, I just picked some colors really quick, picked a font really quickly, and I just put the website up. Because um, if you don't know this by now, I'm a big fan of putting yourself out there and perfecting it as you go along. But you only learn about yourself, you only learn about what it is that you like to be doing by putting the things out into the world. So in 2019, I got this website up, I got it going, it was great, it served its purpose. I have a very successful business, I have a lot of podcast listeners, and I have a lot of fun. But in the past couple months, the past lots of months, really, I have felt like it didn't represent me well. It wasn't as fun and playful as I wanted it to be, as as I feel like I am. Uh, it just kind of felt like I was walking outside in someone else's clothing. And I don't really want to do that anymore. So... I um, worked with a brand designer. I also worked with a website designer who also helped me with my branding. And I worked with a photographer and I love my new website so much. 
Uh, it still is not finished. It still is not perfect. There are still lots of pages that I need to work on and add. But for right now, it is fantastic. And I'm so happy that it's out there. And I'm so thankful for that me of 2019 who just put something out there and went forward. Um, so anyway, if you want to check it out, go to showupsociety.com and check it out. I think you'll have a lot of fun over there. Okay, so that's in the good category. The not so good category is I have been struggling. I have been struggling a lot with life, right? With my body, with my changing body, with perimenopause and just not feeling great. Um, I am trying to exercise more and move my body more and lift weights more, but my body is uh, mad at me. It... (laughs) everything hurts. Everything hurts. I just don't feel good. So I am really trying to get a hold on supplements and exercise and sleep and nutrition and all the things without also letting it consume my life. I don't want to be totally consumed by every single thing that I'm doing and eating and thinking and sleeping, like all the things, right? So, um, but I I don't feel good. I'm not enjoying exercise the way I used to because it doesn't feel good. Exercise has been a major part of my life for four decades and it feels very hard to be in a, in a place where exercise isn't that fun for me and it doesn't feel good for me. Um, so anyway, I'm just having a little bit of struggle with that and I'm just having some struggles as a human, a human with anxiety and with goals and with three teenagers there's, it's hard sometimes. So I just always like sharing both sides of the coin with you so that you don't ever think that everything is always uh, sunny and perfect and rosy over here in Bennett land. Um, Having said that, I am super grateful and so many good things are happening in our life and I'm struggling at the same time. So it's okay to have both. It's actually probably very normal to have both the struggles and the gratitude, right? Okay, so let's get into today's topic, the five must-haves for success. So this podcast episode topic has been on my mind for quite a while because I have people DMing me and emailing me, and I've had a couple consultations with potential clients where they want to know what makes a client a good fit. How do you know if someone's going to be successful? How, what, what can I do? They'll ask me, what can I do to ensure success? So I've had this kind of running list and I've kind of tried to pare it down to what I feel like are the essentials. And kind of funny story is I had this podcast planned out, uh, sort of like the, just the five main essentials that I've come up with a couple days ago. And just in the past day or two, I had a current client of mine say uh, that she was curious about what I'm seeing in all the clients that I work with and what are some elements of the successful clients that I have? What are some common elements or common traits? So I was like, oh, you just wait, honey, because I got a podcast coming out about this really soon. So here we go. Let's talk about the five things that if you can be willing to do you will find success. And you're going to notice that all five of these start with the word willing because that's such an important component. The first one is you must be willing to see your wins. 
So I talk about this a lot, like ad nauseum on this podcast, but I think that it can never, ever be said too much because even though you might hear it often, and I know I say it often, hearing it and actually being in the practice of it are very different. So a lot of times I'll work with people and they're like, yeah, 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 what are the wins? But they don't practice actually seeing them in their lives. So sometimes I will have, I'll give an example. I have a client that did an art show and she came away with three sales and she was disappointed and unhappy and just really didn't want to celebrate those three sales. She was like, yeah, but I really wanted to have 10 sales. Okay, but you had three. Why can't you celebrate those three? So our brains love to look at the negative. They love to look at where we didn't achieve things. And I think it is absolutely imperative to train your brain to see what you did do well. And this isn't some kind of delusional fantasy. This isn't me trying to blow smoke up your ass and be Pollyanna, but look at the bright side. This is not that. Both of these things are true. She's disappointed that she didn't make 10 sales and she made three sales. Both of those are true. So you get to decide which one you're going to focus on. So why wouldn't you focus on the one that makes you feel good? Because I'm going to tell you something. When you're feeling good about you and what you do, you're going to go out and put yourself out there more often. You're going to feel better about what you're doing and you're going to go do more of it and you're going to find success. But if you're down in the dumps telling yourself that you're not good enough and that you didn't do a good enough job, you're not going to go out there and keep trying. So choose the truth that makes you feel good. I'll have clients that will run a race and they'll say, well, I didn't get me my PR, but I'm really happy that I did X, Y, or Z. And that's how I know that they are going to find success. Because even if they didn't hit the exact mark they wanted, they are totally willing to celebrate something from the race. Maybe they're happy about the way that they finished. Maybe they're happy about the way that they ran in the middle or at the beginning. Maybe they're happy that they found somebody to cheer for and talk to during the race. Or maybe they're happy that they found figured out their nutrition and hydration and they didn't get any cramps and they felt strong the whole time. There's so many things to celebrate, but you must be willing and almost force yourself to find those elements of something that you can celebrate so you can keep moving forward. Okay, that's the first one. Must be willing to see your wins. Number two, must be willing to try things. You must be willing to try lots and lots of different things. So one of the exercises that I have found so much fun with, and I've assigned this to several of my clients, is to have your goal and to make this big master list of all the kind of actions that you think you might need to take or that you might want to take to make that goal happen. And then you can put those items into sort of three columns. One column for the kind of like tiny, scary things. They're just like a little bit uncomfortable, but you can do them. A column for the things that feel really scary. They feel really uncomfortable. And then a column in the middle that are like kind of in between. And then it's kind of fun to pick and choose and do something from each column every week. Maybe do one big scary thing. And lots of little bit like uncomfortable, but not too scary things. And some things in the middle. Or maybe just one of each each week. But it's kind of fun to gamify it. You can, I've had clients even... Um, In one of my, uh, I think actually two of my online courses, I had people assign points to each of those things and just make it a game. See how many points you can score in a week. You get seven points for the massively scary thing, five points for the medium scary and three points for the kind of scary thing. Make it a game, make it fun, but keep 
trying lots of things. And then this is the other really important component of trying the things is gather data from it. What was easy? What worked well? What was fun? What did your clients or your community really respond to? What felt like it really aligned with you and your values? So when you're trying things, you're trying all these different things to sort of see what fits, what things do you want to keep doing and what things do you not ever want to do again? But you're never going to know until you try it. So I'll have artists and maybe they want to do some kind of trade show, but they're scared. And I say, well, go try it. The worst thing that's going to happen is that you're going to decide, oh, that didn't work well. I'm not going to do it again. But that's great information to have. And then you never have to think about doing that again if you don't want to. So I say, just go try the thing and then you'll know whether that was the right thing or not. But you're never going to know from sitting on your couch and not trying it. The other really important thing I want to say about trying something is when you're trying all these different things, don't get super attached to the result or the desired outcome from any one of those specific things. So I'm going to give you an example. So if you are a business and you're not really sure what kind of marketing you want to do or what kind of marketing works for you, I would challenge you to try a lot of different kinds of marketing. So I would tell you to do emails. I would tell you to show up and talk to people in person, to do uh, social media, to maybe do a video, maybe Instagram Live or YouTube. I would tell you to get on to podcast. I would tell you to maybe teach a free workshop. I would tell you to go to people in your community and make connections and talk to them. So I just listed, I don't even know how many, but let's just say that's seven things, okay? So there's seven things on your list to try. You're gonna see which ones feel really scary. You're gonna do fewer of those because you don't wanna push yourself into panic. You're gonna do lots of the sort of like just a little bit uncomfortable, but you can do it things, okay? But in no instance are you going to feel super, super, super attached to that one thing. So let's say that you're going to go try being a guest on a podcast. That's great. But don't go into it thinking, I'm going to do this guest spot on somebody's podcast and I better get 10 new clients from it or else, or else it wasn't worth it and it was dumb and it was a waste of time and I shouldn't have done it. No, this is just one of the many, many things that you're trying. You sort of never know which one is going to bring you the clients or the, or, or the success that you want, but just to know it's going to come from somewhere. If you are putting yourself out there in all these different areas, you are going to get the, the connection and the success that you want. And it might not come from directly from any of those. So it's not being attached to the specific outcome for that, that one task, not from the one newsletter. I'm going to send out this one newsletter and I'm going to get lots of sales or else it was a bust. No, you're just sending out the newsletter. Yes, of course you want some sales from that and you want clients, but you're also doing it to just create that awareness in people's minds and just to keep feeding them the information that you have, to keep helping them, to keep serving them, to keep putting yourself in front of their eyes so that they're when they're ready to buy, they, they come to you. So number two, willing to try things, not being really attached to the outcome of each one of those things, and gather data, see what it is that aligns with you and which things you want to keep doing and which things you don't want to do again. Okay, number three, to find success, you must be willing to believe in yourself and your goal or your project, your product if you had one, and your clients or your customers. And so what I mean by this 
is even when it looks like things aren't working, or even when it looks like you've had a setback or a failure, and those will happen, friend, you will have failures, you will have setbacks. I don't get bothered by them. I don't want you to get bothered by them. It's just a part of the process. But when those things happen, that's when you must be willing to believe in yourself and your ability to hit the goal anyway. So when I have setbacks, I literally take that as an opportunity to practice believing in myself. Yes, I had the setback and hell fucking yes, I still believe that I can do it because I'm going to keep going until I do. I'm not going to let this setback derail me. So sometimes, you know, when I was in my, when I had my stationary business, I would send out a hundred mailers at a time some months. So I would send a cute little catalog and a handwritten card saying why I wanted my products to be carried in their stores and why I thought we were a good fit. And I would send them some samples. And sometimes there would be no response for days. No response. And I never made it mean that I was going to be a failure. I never made it be a problem. I never got discouraged about it. Yes, sometimes I'd be like, man, this kind of stinks. This is hard. But I never let it make my belief in myself waver. I still absolutely believed in me and my ability to hit my goal, which at the time was 100 stores across the United States. And I hit that goal because I never let my belief waver. Oh, really? I didn't get any replies from those hundred mailers. I didn't get any replies today. That's okay. I still believe that I'm going to do it and I'm going to find other ways and other things to try and I'm going to keep going until I get my goal. So you just must be willing to believe in yourself and your ability to get your goal. Even if you don't have evidence yet, even if you have negative evidence yet, even if people are telling you, no, this isn't going to work, you still believe in yourself and you still keep going even if you hadn't hit your sales quota yet, even if you hadn't hit, haven't hit your PR in the gym yet, still keep believing and keep trying. So don't let that bad race or that bad art show or that bad response to an email, don't let those things get you down. Use those as opportunities to practice believing in yourself no matter what and keep going. Okay, number four. So wait, that was number three, willing to believe in yourself and your goal or your project. Number four, must be willing to not get stymied by what other people think of you. I work with so many people, especially women, who are so terrified of what people think of them that they keep themselves small and they don't let themselves show up in the world. And really what that means is those people, so like if I'm talking to you and you're my client and you're so you're worried about what people will think of you so you don't show up and you don't put yourself out there, you are actually the one who is rejecting yourself because you're not even letting yourself be visible. So if you are willing to know that there will be some people who don't like what you do, there will be some people who maybe think that they don't agree with what you're doing, or they don't love it, or they don't like your style, or they don't like how many times you email, or they don't like how you your voice sounds on a podcast or an Instagram live. If you can just know that there will be people that might not love what you do, and you go fucking do it anyway. You don't let anybody keep you small. You don't let anybody keep you from showing up. You show up for you. You show up as you. Don't dim your light. Don't change yourself to fit in. Don't water yourself down so that all the people will like you. No, 
You're thinking of the people who love you and want what you have and you're focusing on them. If you continue to show up and not worry about what people think of you, if you can do that over and over, you will find your people. You will find the people that support you and love you just as you are. You will find the people that want to work with you and be your clients or your customers or your best friends or your partners. You will find your people if you just keep showing up as you. Give people a chance to love you. Stop thinking about what the naysayers are thinking and think about what the lovers are thinking. You're here for them. They need you. They want what you have. Give it to them. I have a whole podcast episode about that called Sell to the Yeses. You're thinking about the people that say yes to you. You're not letting the people that say no to you keep you down. Okay, so that was number four. Be willing to not get stymied by what other people think of you. And here's the last one, number five. You must be willing to not talk trash to yourself, period. So your brain will automatically come up with some pretty crappy self-talk, right? That's automatic. What I'm telling you here is that's still going to happen. Not a problem. I want you to no longer listen to that and no longer continue that conversation. You're going to hear that automatic negative voice that our brains love to give us and you're just going to shut it down. So you're not going to could have or should have yourself for things that you did or didn't do in the past. You're not going to look at past decisions, past actions or inactions. You're not going to use those as opportunities to beat yourself up. You can learn from it and say, hmm, what did I do well and what can I do differently next time? But in no way are you going to trash talk yourself and get mad at yourself for what you did. What has happened has happened. You're going to move on. Focus on what can you do today to keep it going, to keep showing up, to keep talking nicely to yourself from here on out. Yesterday was yesterday. You can take a little gem of learning from it and move on. But in no way are you going to say, oh, well, if I would have sent that email, I would have had a lot more success. Well, you didn't send the email. So let's talk about what you can do today. You want to send the email today? Great. Let's do that. Because looking back at the past and finding ways to trash talk yourself, there is nothing useful that comes from it. There just isn't. I'm not talking about constructive kind of things where you're like, oh, I could have done this a little bit better. I could have done that a little bit differently. That's very different than telling yourself I'm behind. I shouldn't have done that. That was so stupid of me. What a waste of money. None of that is allowed, friend. Because like I said, there's no good that comes from it. All it does is make you feel like shit. And as we talked about before, when you feel like shit, you don't want to go put yourself out there and show up. You want to kind of sit on the couch with your puppies or your kitties and eat cookies and watch TV if you're like me, right? And that's not going to get you the success that you want. That's not going to get you the success that I know that you're capable of. So just make this agreement with yourself. I am no longer going to trash talk myself. If it comes in automatically in my brain, which it will because I'm a human, I will hear it and then I will shut it down. I will not follow that advice. I will not listen to it. I will continue showing up for me. And I will certainly not continue the conversation of like, yeah, you're right, brain. I should have done that other thing that I didn't do. And now I'll never be successful. 
I'm going to be mad at myself for that thing that I did two days ago. No, no. You're not going to allow that anymore if you want success. Okay, so a quick wrap up of the five must haves for success. And I'm telling you, when I have clients that are willing to do these five things, they skyrocket towards their goals. They make so much more money. They have so much better relationships with themselves and with other people. And they put the results in their life that they want. Okay, so here are the five. Must be willing to see your wins. You must be willing to try things. You must be willing to believe in yourself no matter what, especially when it doesn't look like it's working. You must be willing to not get stymied by what other people think of you. Show up anyway. And number five, you must be willing to not talk trash to yourself, period. Okay, friends, that's it. Five things. And every single one of those is a learnable skill. And I can totally help you with any of those if you want help with them. That's exactly what I help people with all the time. These are skills that I have developed over the past couple of years, and I feel like I am unstoppable because I am unstoppable. I'm the only one that chooses if I'm going to stop or not, and I'm going to choose to keep going. So thank you for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Friend, if you liked this podcast and you want help applying it to your life so you can do more of what you want, you'll love working with me one-on-one for six months. I help you with strategy and mindset so you can figure out what you want, make an action plan, and I'll help you get unstuck all along the way. If you're a creative business owner, be prepared to make more sales. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash consult to set up a consultation call to see if we are a good fit. I can't wait to help you put more of you into this world. Oh, hey, loyal podcast listener. Thank you for being here all the way through to the end. The secret code for today is to go to my Instagram at show up society and find the post that matches with this podcast episode and give me an emoji that comes to mind when you think about this episode. So when you think about the five things that you must be willing to do to find success, what emoji comes to mind and leave that for me in the comments. Have a great day.